please do not turn off. Please do not. Just do not exit the podcast. Just stay in the podcast. Please listen carefully. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to the Off the Top of My Head podcast, a podcast just about anything and everything. I find interesting people with interesting topics and record in interesting places, and it's all off the top of my head. So whatever you're doing right now, thank you for bringing me with you. And now, let's get in to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 48 of the Off the Top of My Head podcast. I cannot believe we're on episode 48. <laughs> uh, when I first started out with this thing, I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this as a weekly podcast, and I'm just going to plow forward. And you know what? When you look back now, and I got now 48 episodes under my belt, um, yeah, it's quite an accomplishment. It's There's a lot going on in my life, you know, personally, professionally, and this could easily fall by the wayside, uh, but it's not, and um, I'm, I'm hoping that you appreciate the consistency and the consistency showing up. Hope you're enjoying the podcast, and there's great content for you. Again, I'm always open to suggestions. If you'd like to be a guest, um, if you would, if you know a guest that would be interested in maybe spreading their word, or again, what they do for a living, or some sort of interesting scenario that they want to talk about, or maybe it's a great story you've heard. Uh, I am always happy to entertain that to see if it uh, matches well. So today I'm recording this podcast in my car, again, making the best use of my time here. And um, I'm in between appointments at the moment. I have a kind of a longer ride, so I'm at the beginning of my leg. So I wanted to, again, take some time to record this. And I wanted to talk to you about a story the time my mother left me in the supermarket. (laughs) So... So I, I'm going to try to recall this story as best as I can tell it. And if my mother listens to this podcast, she's probably going to recall it just a little bit differently, I'm sure, being the parent in this situation. So it was, I want to say it was the June time frame. I'm thinking like middle of June. This was back when I was 15 years old. And my mother said, hey, Billy, they called me Billy growing up said, hey, Billy, going to the supermarket, would you like to come along? So as a 15-year-old who was looking to build a social network and, um, you know, people to connect with just as a teenager, you know, thinking I would see friends and, you know, maybe even some other folks in the community, uh, I said, sure. I said, let's let's go along. So we didn't live, you know, but a few miles from the from the grocery store. And it was a it was a very um, popular market. It was the name of it was Clemens Markets. If any of you are from the greater Philadelphia area and remember Clemens Family Markets, uh, they were right. It was right nearby. So you know, my mother said, "Let's let's go." So we hop in the car. Again, a few miles away. It's, it was probably I'm thinking maybe in between three or four miles. Uh, I could be wrong there. So we get to the supermarket, and you know, like a, a normal teenager, I am you know, looking for friends again, or somebody out in the community, but also like a normal teenager, I'm a little embarrassed to be with my mother. Like it's probably some other places I could be. Um, but as we're walking through the store, you know, I'm certainly, we're picking up stuff for the house and, you know, I'm putting stuff in the cart that probably doesn't belong there, like some Oreo cookies or, um, some pancake mix. Uh, so I can fit into my husky jeans <laughs> when I was younger. 
but um, you know, and then mom would take it out of the car, put it back on the shelf. Billy, we don't need this, and so on and so forth. So we'd go through the the normal, uh, you know, bantering back and forth. So we were probably about three quarters of the way through the supermarket visit when I saw the father of one of my friends. So my friend I played uh, Little League Baseball with, his name was Joe, and I played Little League Ball with him for uh, quite a few number of years, and in one year in particular, our Little League team did really well. We were actually undefeated, uh, where we went through the entire season, and we beat teams handily. Like, this was a really good baseball team. I didn't have a real major role in it. Um, I wasn't a starter, but I certainly was in as a reserves, and I had some I had some pretty good numbers. Um, I played baseball all my life growing up, and I was a I was a decent ball player. Um, but you know, these guys were that good that I did not get a starting uh, spot on the roster. So, so my friend Joe, I played again, played ball with him on this um, particular team. Well, his father was the store manager for the Clemens Family Markets. So I stopped and I talked to Joe. He said, hey, Billy, how you doing? How's it going? I said, great. I said, mom, I said, just go ahead. I said, I'm going to talk to Joe. Now, my mother knew Joe as well, but for that particular moment or whatever, she didn't stop to talk and have an extended conversation. I know they greeted one another, um, but did not stop for for the extended conversation. So my mother continued to the checkout, and I guess she had said at some point, she's like, Billy, we're going to have to go. So I either didn't listen to it or found the conversation valuable enough to talk to Joe, um, where, again, I just continued the conversation. And during that conversation, he asked me if I was looking for a job. Now, at that particular point in my life, I was not necessarily looking for a job because I was already working at a golf course doing some you know light maintenance uh, washing carts I was cutting tea boxes I was working in the pro shop um, just again miscellaneous here I was cutting uh, the new holes in the greens to just doing some miscellaneous work around the course to obviously um, you know make sure our guests have a good experience so I really wasn't looking for anything. So, so curiosity kind of got me, and I said, "Joe, I said I'm really not looking for a job, but you know, kind of maybe you know, tell me, I don't know, tell me, tell me what I'm, tell me what I'm looking to do here." So he says, "Well, he goes, we would hire you on as a bagger and cart boy." And I said, "Oh, okay." I go, "So what does that entail?" He said, "Well, you know, first thing is you have to provide a great customer experience for everybody who comes in." You know, as Clemens Family Markets, the customer is very important to us. We want to make sure they're taken care of. So you're going to do that a number of different ways. So the first one is by bagging. Bagging, you're going to bag everybody's groceries appropriately. You're not going to make the bags too heavy. Um, You don't want to cross-contaminate some items in there. You want to be able uh, to be helpful um, to uh, put like items together. So if somebody is in a hurry and they need to just, you know, put the items in the refrigerator, they can do that. Um, You want to make sure things don't get crushed. You want to make sure if anybody needs assistance with putting groceries, you know, into their cart from the checkout or even taking the bags out of their cart and into the car in the parking lot. um, That's that's all things you would do there from a customer experience standpoint. You would also be you would also handle running cash back and forth for the cashiers to the courtesy booth. 
Um, you would be the line of communication for some breaks. You would help with putbacks, which are items that people had left behind or uh, the items that people don't want right there at the checkout so they can go for resale. Uh, so all that was part of your job. And then the other, the other part uh, that he wanted me to do was the cart boy, we're called cart boys. Um, and those were essentially going out and retrieving the carts. So as customers left their carts in the parking lot, they would obviously queue up either in the lot itself or in the cart corrals, and we would go out and retrieve them. But also part of that was to minimize liability to other cars because, um, you know, things can get, um, you know, blown away by wind and then damage could happen. And then there needs to be the added resources of filing an insurance claim and so on and so forth. So it was getting these carts uh, back up to the front of the store so the new customers coming in can get grab a cart, get what they need. So very simple in concept. And I said, you know what? I'm like, I'm wondering if, just in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if I can fit this in with my golf thing. So I was thinking about maybe working at the golf course in the morning and then working at the supermarket at night and maybe even on maybe on weekends. I didn't quite know how it was going to how it was going to work out. So I go to find my mother because I'm finished talking with Joe and I'm I look across the front of the checkout where you would normally wait in line and I don't see my mother. So then I circle around to the back of the checkout where all the groceries are coming down, all the baggers are. I'm looking for my mother and I still cannot find my mother. So I happen to know one of the cashiers and I said, hey, I said, did you see my mother? She said, oh yes, she, she left. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she left. She left me there. Oh my God. Like she left me at the grocery store. This is ridiculous. So, so I quick run out into the parking lot, hoping that by the cashier saying she left, she meant she just left the store she didn't actually get into her car yet and leave she would never leave her child at the grocery store so i go out into the parking lot and my mother left (laughs) she left me at the grocery store so now i'm in a situation where i do not know what to do um up until this point or i've either rode my bike somewhere. I did a little bit of walking, but as I recall, the distance was much, much shorter. So I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do here. So I remember asking Joe, I revisited the conversation with Joe, the store manager, and I said, hey, Joe, uh, I need to call my house. Could you mind if I use the phone? So he allowed me to use the phone and the phone's ringing, the phone's ringing, the ringing, and there's no answer on the other line. So now I'm in a situation where I am in the grocery store and my mother left me and I have no ride home. So I decide to start walking. Now, again, this walk is about three or four miles. I'm 15 years old. I know the roads fairly well. There was only uh, two, three turns, four turns maybe um, that I needed to make. I certainly didn't want to cut in front of, you know, through anybody's yard or whatever. So I just walked on the main road. But one of the roads happened to be very, very busy. And there's a lot of traffic on the roads and a very small shoulder. So I just decided to start walking on the road. And here I am, 15, walking on the road. Is that normal? Um, 
maybe a little bit, um, but not completely normal at the same time. So, um, so I'm walking on the road. All of a sudden, this car slows up next to me and begins to slow down. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, you know, you hear, even as a 15-year-old, you know, you hear all these stories about kids being abducted and you need certain code words for somebody who's going to engage with you and so on and so forth. So this car pulls up next to me and I hear this, Billy, Billy. And I look over and it happens to be my neighbor. And I said, Mrs. L, how you doing? (laughs) And she's like, I'm doing good. She's like, what are you doing walking on the side of the road? And I just said, um, my mother left me at the supermarket. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah. I said, she left me at the supermarket. I said, I was talking with the store manager and she left me there. And she's like, well, why don't you get into the car? She's like, I'll bring you to my house and then we'll call your mother. And I said, I, so Mrs. L was trusted. She's somebody who we, our family engaged with on a quite uh, frequent basis. So I trusted her that she wasn't going to drive me somewhere and, uh, uh, you know, do something nefarious with me. So, um, so I said, sure. I said, I appreciate it, Mrs. L. Thank you very much. So I got in Mrs. L's, um, minivan and she proceeds to ask me, she's like, why did your mother leave you at the supermarket? And I had just explained to her that I was talking with Joe and we were actually talking about a job and there might be a potential opportunity there. So I still don't, I still, I still think she might, she might've thought that I was like making this story up, uh, to some degree, but I really was telling the truth. That was, that was the scenario is that I was looking, uh, or I was talking with Joe, the store manager, uh, for a job. So she brings me to her house and then we proceed to get on the phone and call my home and my mother picks up the phone and I said, mom, it's Billy. She's like, where are you? She's like, I told you we were leaving at the supermarket. She's like, and that we had to go. And I said, I'm actually at Mrs. L's house. And she's like, can you put Mrs. L on the phone? So Mrs. L gets on the phone and says, hey, I saw Billy walking on the side of the road and my mother said, can you please send, she just said, thank you, I guess. And she said, can you please send him home? So I go home and my mother is like, what were you thinking? She's like, I told you twice that I needed to leave. She goes, I wasn't telling you again. And I was just like, I had this feeling. I'm like, but I, I just, I, I, but I, I, and I finally just told her, I'm like, I was talking to Joe about a job and she says, well, tell me more about it. So I told her about everything about being a bagger and a cart boy and, and so on and so forth. And I said, I wasn't, I wasn't directly ignoring you. I said, but we probably should communicate, should have communicated more on what I was trying to accomplish here. So, um, so that's the time that I got, I wish there was a, a, a massive ending to this story. Um, but that was the time that I was left at the grocery store. Uh, but it was interesting enough what this story kind of turned into. So I was hired at that supermarket. I, I remember going for the interview and being nervous and 
you know, what am I going to say? I've never been on an interview before. I don't have a resume. Um, you know, we had a lot of great conversations and they decided to extend an offer and hire me. So I got hired at the supermarket and what this job taught me, I can never learn anywhere else. It taught me how to talk to people. It taught me how to communicate better. It taught me how to be organized. It taught me a sense of discipline for my life. It taught me organizational skills. It taught me so many different things that I am so thankful that I have to this day. If I didn't get that job or have that role, whatever you want to call it, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure where I would have wound up today, to be honest. I wound up working for Clemens Family Markets for 17 and a half years. I started three days after my 16th birthday, and I worked my way from bagger cart boy to the grocery department. I then went into wherever they needed help, the meat department, seafood department, the produce department. I worked health and beauty aids. I worked night operations. We eventually got into the conversation of me getting into management. And after I had left college, I went into the customer service manager training program, where I trained to be a customer service manager. And then from there, assistant manager, and then ultimately store director until unfortunately they sold um, the supermarket uh, back in the mid 2000s. So this was a this this was a real opportunity that I just continue to look back fondly on and just don't know where I would be had I not worked there. And had I not stopped and had that conversation with Joe, and had I not been left there by my mother <laughs> um, and would have listened to her and, and went when I did, I may not have gotten that opportunity. And again, I'm so thankful. So I want you to guys to, to think, is there a moment in your life uh, where you can think back on that had may have been just as impactful for you or if something a little bit different could have happened, um, how would your life have been a little bit different? I want you to think about it. And thanks for taking the time to listen to my story today. Thanks again for listening to the Off the Top of My Head podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can do so at uh, O-T-T-O-M-H-Podcast at gmail.com. That's O-T-T-O-M-H-Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Off the Top of My Head Podcast. So once again, please give a follow. Please give a shout out. And thanks again for listening. And until we connect again, all my best and bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Off the Top of My Head podcast. Who will I interview next? What will the topic be? And where will I record the episode? Please subscribe to be notified when a new episode is posted on your selected listening platform. Off the Top of My Head podcast, a podcast about anything and everything.